hello beautiful people and welcome back to this part nine of this many part series that we have called the journey as a reminder we are reading we're continuing to read the book patriarchs and prophets by ellen white and today we're on chapter nine and chapter nine is called or titled the literal week i <laughs> At this point, we have talked about the flood, we've talked about after the flood, the creation. But now we take a pause in this particular chapter from the sequence of biblical events to talk about something very important when it comes to trusting and believing God's word. So I have a question for you. What is a day? What is 24 hours? If you think about it, um, or if you study the topic, 24 hours or a day is pretty much the time that the, it takes the earth to spin around its own axis. And then what is a month? Well, a month is roughly the time that it takes for the moon to revolve around the earth. And then what is a year? Where? Well, a year is basically the time that it takes the earth to revolve around the sun. So here's a good question. What is then a week? Seven days. Where does that come from? Well, to us who study the Bible, we know that the origin of the week, and that is where this chapter starts, goes back to creation. It was God who created the world, the world in seven days, seven literal days. Well, actually six days, and then he rested on the seventh. So in this particular chapter, we won't go into too much detail, but basically Ellen White is making the point that nowadays there seems to be a lot of talks about long periods of time when it comes to creation, including even in the Christian church, there's some people, some skeptics that believe based on evidence or what they're called scientific evidence, quote unquote, uh, about the beginnings of the creation of the world. But here's the thing, not believing that God created the world in six literal days, it's base enough to start distrusting everything that the Bible says, and eventually even the existence of God himself. And Ellen White touches on this point. The earth was created in six literal days, and then God rested on the seventh, which is the Sabbath. And the Sabbath is basically the seal of God, and there's plenty of biblical evidence for this. So if we don't believe that the earth was created in six literal days, if we put that into question, then the whole Sabbath argument just goes away because it, does, it makes no sense that the earth was created in whatever amount of time other than six literal days, and then God rested on the seventh and instituted the Sabbath. And the Sabbath being his seal and his mark for his people, then goes away. And then, of course, that crumbles the credibility of the Bible and eventually God himself. So that's basically the, the, the theme in this chapter. <clears throat> she talks about how, um, you know, Findings, findings in geology and findings here in, you know, in science overall have 
claimed to have discovered or to, you know, to find evidence substantiating the fact that the Earth had been around for much longer. And she touches on the topic of the flood and what happened at the flood. So if we recall, the Earth not just rained massive amounts of water like cataract from Earth, but also volcanoes erupted. The Earth opened up. You know, water came up from the ground, water came from the top. Of course, this is a massive, this was a massive um, geological reset of the, of the Earth. And when this happened, all the living beings, including plants, you know, were, were taken out and of course, as, as the water flows, as the lava flows, all this uh, organic material, you know, settled on some area, and then rock like laid over, you know, over it, and that pressure, you know, eventually made coal and oil like we see today. But of course, as this process unfolded, fossils were created. And fossils, it says here, um, you know, God left that as evidence that there was a worldwide catastrophe indeed. And then we have used this fossil evidence today to uh, basically contradict what the Bible says. Even the, the, the remnants, the little pieces that God left behind for us to have much more insight into the Bible, we have actually used it against the Bible. And when we do that, we of course lose, lose focus from God because we take away um, the credibility of God's word and then we put it on man's word and then that's a very, very slippery slope. Of course, there's a lot of evidence that we're not talking about here from an archeological, geological, scientific in general, historical um, perspective, but needless to say, this whole chapter is a preamble setting. Everything that we have discussed so far, creation, the flood, after the flood, you know, the opportunity that God gave did indeed happen. And did it did happen in the way that the Bible said it happens. It is important to trust that moving forward. And again, it's not even that difficult to, you know, understand that the literal week was indeed a product of God. Many, 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 many years ago, tracing back to creation because there's no scientific basis for a week or reason to have a week. The only reason we, we count in seven-day intervals is because God instituted it so from the beginning of creation. And of course, um, she touches on other topics in the, in the, in the chapter, like uh, how God, you know, um, left traces of evidence for us to discover and study. And of course, how, as I said, how we have tergiversed or how we have misused that evidence against him. Finally, I'm gonna finish with a quote here from the last page of the chapter. The mightiest intellects on earth cannot comprehend God. Needless to say, this is very obvious and very apparent from what we see around us. Those who, take the, the, those who take the written word as their counselor will find in science an aid to understand God. So as we study evidence, as we study science, as we read the many articles that come up against God, I always take it with a grain of salt and really dig deep. I'm actually writing a book right now um, to kind of 
Um, I don't know the title just yet, but it will be about um, all those arguments that are apparently making a case against God and how they indeed make a case in favor of God. My friend, God is real. God exists and God is coming back. And most importantly, God loves you. And you today have the opportunity to call upon his name and be redeemed in the beautiful name of Jesus. Take care and I'll see you later on part 10.